All right, welcome to Rock Vegas, everybody. It's Glenn Rockney. Um, the Raiders beat the Chiefs 40-32 to at Arrowhead, led by Derek Carr. Um, I wasn't ready for this. I'm not going to lie. I was not ready to, to do a victory podcast today. I'll, I'll be first one, hand up here. And I know I'm not alone. There's a lot of people that did not think there was even a 1% chance of this happening. Right? Josh Allen does a, does a nice job against the, the Raiders last week. The defense looks lost, right? There's a lot of coverage breakdowns, a lot of fumbles, turnovers, penalties. You're thinking, no way. There's no way that the Raiders go into Arrowhead and win. I was prepared to do this podcast and say the Raiders are two and three. You know, they battled with Kansas City a little bit, but the game got out of hand, right? I was expecting one of those games where it's, you know, a three-point game at the half either direction. And then they, the Raiders just fall apart in the second half. And, and I'm thinking, okay, two and three, tough schedule to start the season, two really good wins, three losses where they, eh, you know what I mean, had good moments. But it, what, I was going to try to prop the Raiders up after being two and three. I was going to be like, look, man, I'm going into the bye, getting even healthier, and then so, some winnable games on the schedule coming up. But no, the Raiders looked at me and said, man, fuck off, Glenn. We're going to go in there and we're going to win. Against the, against the Chiefs, the defending champions. Far and away the best team in football right now. There's not even a debate in that. So not only did the Raiders beat the Chiefs, um, it was not a fluke, right? It was not a fluke. The, Derek Carr outplayed Patrick Mahomes today. I think John Gruden did not get outcoached by Andy Reid. Look, there were some questionable decisions by Gruden, like challenges and stuff like that. Certain play calls I didn't like, but he didn't get outcoached by Andy Reid today. Raiders won at every level. Run game was better than the Chiefs. They threw the ball better than the Chiefs. Played better defense than the Chiefs. Had a better pass rush than the Chiefs. Covered better than the Chiefs. I mean, they played better. They played better than the Chiefs. Outplayed the best team in football that's in their division. So, yeah, you should be excited about this. Everybody should be excited about this. Chiefs fans can't even believe it. They're still talking about the play where Abram might have got there kind of early. Was that in the first half on Tyreek Hill on the deep ball? They can't believe it. Stunned. I'm stunned. Took me a while to get some thoughts together about this game, honestly. Like, it, it was crazy. It was a wild ride. Um, even at the end when, when it kind of that extra missed extra points did seem like it was going to haunt them. Kind of was like, look, man, I, this defense is, is playing good. And I'll get to that. I'll, I'll, I'm going to get to the defense specifically. But overall with the game, it was like, Man, after kind of a shaky start, right, where the Chiefs looked like they were kind of accelerating past the Raiders, it was like, no, 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 the Raiders weathered the storm. Came out and had a good second half on defense. Oh, they played great defense in the second half. And the Raiders won. The Raiders beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead. I, I'm so excited. I, I honestly, like, look, people who might have tuned in for the first time the last two weeks might have thought, like, man, Debbie Downer over here. Look, when they play bad, right, especially with the defense and, and the way that it had been playing the last couple of weeks, when they play poorly, I'm on their ass. But when they outplay the other team, especially a team this good, a team where it doesn't matter how you beat this team, you beat this team, it's worth celebrating. But when you beat them in every facet of the game, I think, I think it's worth celebrating. And I, I'm, this is a celebratory podcast. Let's do it. So let's start. A couple key points. One big thing I saw about this 
about that uh, in this game that I did not see against the Bills, I didn't see against the Patriots, was damage control, right? Right off the bat, Derek Hart throws an interception. I'm not right off the bat, but you know, first few possessions, Derek Hart throws a really, really bad interception. Targeting Darren Waller, Waller was open. Should have thrown it maybe a little bit earlier. I, I'm not exactly sure how that play was going to develop, but should have thrown it a little bit earlier. But then when he threw it, it, it was bad, and it was interception. I, I'm sorry. I can't imagine that one Raider fan in their head who's watched this team play at Arrowhead, especially with Derek Carr at the helm, who was not like, oh, shit, here it goes. Here it comes. Right? I was thinking the same thing. But – Next drive, right? He just throws an absolute dime to Nelson Aguilar for the touchdown. Nelson Aguilar has been has been great this year. With what he's been asked to do, the contract he's playing on, he's doing a great job this year. Worth keeping around. I think this is the offense for him. I think he, especially with Ruggs healthy, and especially with, uh, and hopefully when Edwards gets back, Aguilar should be getting a lot of looks against teams that don't, a lot of teams don't have four DBs that can cover. So Aguilar will, Probably the more the the healthier the Raiders get, I think the more explosive and and uh, what's the word I'm looking for the the more uh, diverse they can get with their offense. Right, they have a lot of weapons they can go to. This wide receiver core is about to get even more fun when it get when it gets healthier. Right, but getting back to that point, right there were there were these points in the game. There were two huge points in the game where I thought the Raiders could have buckled. I, honestly, three. One was after the Derek Carr interception. Derek Carr could have turtle shelled, man. He could have then started where everything becomes a turnover, where he gets sacked, where he starts really hopping around in the pocket, getting that happy feet, taking sacks, making more interceptions, fumbling, stuff like that. He didn't. He tightened up his game. And that's huge. It's something that it's been my, maybe my biggest critique about him is when something goes wrong, when everything's not perfect, he kind of shells up, you know? That didn't happen today. In fact, I thought he played fantastic. Some people say the best game of his career, and, I, and I'd, I'd agree to an extent. Um, I, I still think that the Tampa game in 2016 was like, wow, you know, like incredible. But you're playing against a team, which Kansas City secondary is, is good. It's not the Kansas City secondary from last year or the year before. This is a good secondary. Jarius Sneed, Juan Thornhill, Tyron Matthew, right? Traverius Ward, there's good players in that secondary. Nobody's torched them that yet this year. This is the first time they've been really torched. Okay? Like, like they, they really handled it. They, they, they took it to that secondary, especially after that interception. It was almost like you started looking at, like, man, did that interception kind of fire Carr up a little bit? He's been listening. He's been listening to the critiques. He obviously has. It doesn't matter, Josh, stuff like that. Look, that's corny to me unless you win, and he's winning. Three big wins over over. If the Saints win, uh, uh, if the Saints end up winning against the Chargers, which as Raider Nation we're all hoping for, right? Uh, if the Saints end up beating the Chargers, that's three wins over teams that are fi- over 500 after week five. So that's, that's huge, right? These aren't just shitty wins. Like teams like last year really struggling to beat the Lions last year, you know, stuff like that. This, the way they played today is is got to make you feel incredible if you were ever if you were skeptical about the season and and to me I even after these last couple losses and I and I apologize I I didn't didn't do a preview episode work was kind of crazy this week no excuse I'll be better next time but uh, the way the way they they played against the Bills and the Patriots look it wasn't great and it wasn't good enough to win but they were just a couple mistakes away from either being really close in that game or even winning those games. And they didn't make those mistakes today. Not late in the game, at least. Right? They got the mistakes out early. 
So that's one point in the game, right? That Darren Waller interception when they when they target Darren Waller and and it just looked ugly and it, and we all kind of thought, okay, is this 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 is the Derek Carr meltdown time, right? Another point in the game was right after the second half, right? The Raiders, it's a tie game at the half. Everybody, we're all okay with at least it being tied at the half, twenty four all. Um, sure, right? We could all live with that. But the Raiders' offense didn't come out banging in the second half right away. Chiefs looked like they made some adjustments. They were, they were tightening up in coverage, and, and the Raiders had two kind of stalled out drives uh, to start the game. And we're all thinking, okay, how how much can this defense really do? Right? What what can this defense? Can, can this defense stop them for this long? Right? Can they go back and forth with defensive stops? I didn't think they could. But credit to the defense. Right? The defensive line was phenomenal today. I've given them a lot of shit. I've given last week. When does the Marinelli effect take place? Right. That was, that was my big question. I got to quit. It's my pin tweet, right? It won't be after this episode's uploaded, but it's my pin tweet right now where I'm just saying like, dude, I'm not sure that there's a scheme change or a, a coaching change you could make that makes specifically this defensive line better. Very critical of Cleland Furl. Cleland Furl was great today. He looked like Clemson Cleland Furl. He's been grading well at PFF and I expect him to have it on close to an elite grade. He was great. And that, it kind of kept them floating while the offense kind of got recharged, you know? Because then the offense started rolling after that. They started rolling, started scoring. Mahomes, Mahomes wasn't comfortable in the pocket against the Raiders. He got chased out of the pocket, and look, he's phenomenal outside of the pocket. That throw to Kelsey over the middle across his body, what do you, what do, you do against that? Even the fourth and seven late in the game. He hits, uh, I think it's Hardman over the middle, and Hardman gets it inside the 10. Hey, what do you do? There's certain things you can't do against him, but they made him uncomfortable. I think they watched the film of that Chargers game. And look, do the Raiders have Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram? No, they don't. But I think they took a lot from that game. And it's like, look, we're not going to blitz because the times they blitzed and that fourth and seven, they blitzed late in the game and it didn't work. The times they blitzed, it looked terrible. But being down your two starting interior tackles, defensive tackles, Collins and Hurst, I, I didn't expect much pressure today. Dayton Jones, Kendall Vickers, Jonathan Hankins all played out of their mind. Color me shocked. This defensive line really kept this offense afloat when the offense kind of staggered a little bit in the second half. We all kind of thought, is this Andy Reid adjusting, Steve Spagnuolo adjusting, and John Gruden failing to adjust? No, it wasn't, right? Because the run game got even better in the second half. So the third part in the game that I thought was really that's like could this this could have been one of those turning points in the games was the Carlson missed extra point Raiders finally get the lead in the second half it's like wow damn near a whole quarter goes by and the Raider gets the Raiders get the lead and it's like Carlson misses the extra point so you're up six put a Chiefs touchdown which can happen in like seconds this offense that you that the Raiders are playing this Pat Mahomes Andy Reid offense that they can score in seconds so you're kind of thinking, like, do we even have a lead right now? Do the Raiders even have a lead? So, yeah, it, it, at the time, you're thinking, is this, is this, what, is this what we're going to be looking at? And it, and it lingered for the rest of the game, honestly. Even when the Raiders went up two scores after the Jeff Heath uh, pick on fourth down, took it down inside the five, the Raiders score. They're still only up 16. 
touchdown and two two point convert two touchdowns two two point conversions away where that extra point hit they would be up by 17 points and, and i didn't see the chiefs getting three scores in six minutes there but still you, you got to give it to the defense is the defense good i still don't think this is a good defense no but one they got a huge turnover when they needed it and two they got pressure today they got pressure I thought up the middle, the pressure was great. I thought Max Crosby's Max Crosby. The thing I love about him most is he doesn't give up. I, I, I still think he can be a little bit more polished as a rusher and getting there faster, but his on that play, I thought he could have had a sack fumble on the, on the play where Mahomes, he, he kind of did a, went to the outside of Mitchell Schwartz and then kind of threw Schwartz off him and chased Mahomes down from behind. You had Arden key spying him. It was a really cool play. And then, Crosby, I thought he was going to get a sack fumble. I still don't know how Pat Mahomes didn't put that ball on the ground. Insane. But this defensive line was fantastic. I thought the linebackers, look, Littleton lost against Kelsey in coverage a little bit, which that will happen. There are linebackers that lose to Travis Kelsey. It doesn't matter how good they are. But Littleton and Kwiatkowski, Kwiatkowski was phenomenal today. Coverage. Um, there was the run play. I believe it was a big third down in the second half against the Chiefs where they tried to take, I think it was Tyreek Hill got the jet sweep and look whenever you see Tyreek Hill on a jet sweep against the Raiders you're like that's an instant 20 yards at least maybe a touchdown Kukowski just throws his blocker out of the way makes Tyreek Hill stumble blows the play up it's like that was what the Raiders were missing right he looks healthy now I know he's still playing with the little piece on his on his uh shoulder and stuff but he looks healthy now and he looks like the big time uh he looks like the big time signing for the Raiders Littleton, I got to see more, but I, I thought both of them played pretty well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let the all 22 guys uh, really, really take a good look at that game before I, before I stick by that claim. But this defense held up in the second half. So between Carr having a really, really good game, damn near his best game of his career, and the defense holding up in the second half, how do you not feel fantastic about this game? Right. Another person that I criticize all the. All the time. All the time is John Gruden. In the offseason, had Marcus Johnson on here. We both kind of went at John Gruden because his record in December, second half adjustments, red zone offense. I thought he called a great game today. A great game. The running game, there were times it still looked predictable. That's something we're just going to have to deal with with Gruden sometimes. But look, last week against the Bills, killed me when he wouldn't go for the touchdown. When the offense was moving the ball reasonably well, he wouldn't – inside the red zone, he wants field goals against when you know you can't stop the other team. I think this week, even though the defense did play better, I think John Gruden kind of didn't trust his defense when it came to offensive play calling, which is really nice. Coach this game like you're down 14 points. That's the way I look at John Gruden when you're playing the Chiefs because at any moment you could be against this Chiefs offense. And that's what he did, that, and that's what he did. I, I, he went for it. Those sneaks with Derek Carr were great on those fourth down plays. I wanted them to go for it regardless of result. You play to win the game. Rest in peace, Denny Green. The quarterback sinks with Carr were also good calls, right, to me. I didn't want to see here Alec Ingold. You know what I mean? Love Alec Ingold in the passing game, but don't do that random dive play to Alec Ingold. Everybody's seen that on film. Everybody's seen that. No, let Carr get it. And Carr got those first downs convincingly. Even after Zay Jones forgot to extend the ball there on, on third down, that one, that one was kind of frustrating to me. But I thought Gruden coached this game aggressively. 
the field goals he decided to take, he had to, in my opinion, like on that first drive and uh, later in the game as well. He, he settled for field goals to get up nine. That's okay. You're up two scores at that point. This offense is good. This offense is good. Derek Carr, fifth in the league in QBR. Russell Wilson hasn't played tonight, but you know what I mean? Fifth in the league in QBR. He's playing well this year. John Gruden. I have I'm always kind of frustrated with him and stuff, but I when he's doing when the offense looks good, there's nothing better. There's nothing better than John Gruden after a after a win. When you look at your team, the Raiders, when they win and you see John Gruden happy, it's fantastic. I I definitely see the how people can romanticize it. But if they lose this game and, and the play calling isn't right, I, I don't feel any better. But the, Gruden's stock with me personally, way up right now. Way up. And for those of you who want Paul Gunther fired, it's not going to happen. It's going to take a really bad collapse for that to happen. And I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I don't think that, uh, one, I think Gruden loves Paul Gunther. And today, look, what can, how can you say that he should be fired after today? How can you say that? I, get, I, I understand the, the performances against the Pats and the Bills, unacceptable. But it's sure not going to happen after today, after the bye week. And if they play a good game against the Bucs, which, look, by all means, I, I do think that the Raiders can beat the Buccaneers coming up. But Paul Gunther ain't losing his job. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, John Gruden is loyal to his buddies, right? Knows, Paul, knows uh, Paul Gunther through Jay Gruden in Cincinnati days. I think he's always liked his defenses. He's always said he loved his defenses. And, look, I think the scheme is, is good. It, it might be a little too complex for a young defense, right but there are some cool interesting looks that he throws at 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 the defense like today Mahomes didn't look very comfortable today every play big play that he made it kind of seemed like some hero ball right and then he did have some deep balls down the field but the defensive line was crushing their offensive line getting holding plays a lot of plays got called back for the Chiefs because they simply could not block the Raiders front four so when Mo Hurst comes back and I and I hope it's a mild case of COVID and I hope he gets right back to it when Mo Hurst comes back, Cleveland Farrell and, and, and Max Crosby keep playing the way that they're playing. And, and maybe this defensive line can be good or even just average, right? Because it's been bad. So another thing that, that really led – a big factor that, that led to the Raiders winning to me is, is just getting Trent Brown and Henry Ruggs back on offense. Trent Brown took a lot of, a lot of shit from people. And, I, and I've been kind of a defender on here because, one – I can't pretend that I know Trent Brown's mental state. You know what I mean? To just, oh, he doesn't want to be part of the team. Look at this screenshot I found at their celebration. He's not jumping up and down. Yeah, motherfucker, he's hurt. You know, and maybe some people are introverts, man. Not every player is like Jonathan Abram. All juiced up, excited, talking shit. Not every player is like that. Trent Brown came out and had a nice game today, especially first game back. Look, he had a false start early. I think maybe two. I'm not sure if he was credited with two, but he had a false start early and he looked a little rusty, but the run game looked a lot better. Jacobs was able to get find some holes to that right side of that offensive line that I didn't see the last couple games. Devontae Booker, too, same way. Trent Brown's back. Richie Incognito may be back after the bye, I'm hearing. It will be so nice to have this offensive line fully healthy. Fully healthy, right? Colton Miller. 
had Frank Clark in hell today after we remember Colton Miller versus Frank, Frank Clark. I've made jokes on this podcast about it. It was ugly, especially that London game against Seattle. Great redemption game. Derek Hart, a redemption game at Arrowhead. I think that uh, Colton Miller did as well. But Trent Brown's presence on that offensive line, it makes it look completely different. I think Derek Carr just feels – I think he feels just better having him there to where he can sit with that ball and let a route open up down the field. And Henry Ruggs, let's talk about it. Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs being back does wonders for this offense. Does wonders. I, I had a clip on it. I posted it on Twitter, right? I, uh, it's from the when I in the offseason when I was going over all the position groups. I just thought that Henry Ruggs, his impact – just being on the field makes defenses have to change their game plan, right? It, he has to. It has to do that. And you saw it today, man. It just looked a little bit easier to work the middle of the field. That third down play, it was third and a, a lot. It was third and double digits. I can't remember. And I think it was in the second half. And the Raiders' offense was sputtering just a little bit. And Renfro finds a spot right open in the middle. I don't have the all-22, and I'm not an all-22 guy, but I got to think that Henry Ruggs' deep threat speed along with Waller, these defenses can't cheat. And, and cover Renfro underneath. You can't double the checkdowns, right? The way, the way Bill Belichick did, especially if, if Derek Carr has shown, and he just put a 60-minute clip on film of him throwing deep balls, throwing deep down the field. Henry Ruggs early, making the contested catch. Now, people could say that might have been, you know, underthrown, and I, I actually might agree with that. But Henry Ruggs making that contested catch, that's great for the people who, you know, I want Judy, I want Jefferson, I want uh, Lamb, all that kind of stuff. I don't know, man. The Raiders are 3-0 since Henry Ruggs have been in there, has been in there. He changes this offense. He has an impact on this offense. I don't know that those other wide receivers do. Maybe he's not as far as an actual, when he's targeted, maybe he's not as good as those other guys. Maybe he might not ever be, but that speed is rare speed. He's probably a top five fastest guy in the NFL especially a guy who starts on offense. Some guys are fast, right? But they only play special teams and stuff. But as far as starters in the offense, I wouldn't, there's not five faster guys than Henry Ruggs. That speed is something you have to respect. And you saw it. This offense looks better. It's looked better in the three weeks that Henry Ruggs has played. And it hasn't looked as good in the two weeks that Henry Ruggs has played. And that's not a knock on Derek Carr, not a knock on anything. You just get better looks when he's on the field. Yeah, I mean, I'm juiced about this win. No joke, juiced about the win. What you're looking at now is a 3-2 and two football team, right? They're better than the Chargers, in my opinion. Better, Way better than the Broncos, obviously. I, look, are they better than the Chiefs? I don't know, but they beat the Chiefs. Beat them again at home, and then you, have, you win any kind of tiebreaker against them. But this puts you at 3-2 and two after five tough games, right? Winning teams. They've played only good teams. Carolina might fizzle out at the end of the season, but they're winning football games right now. They're well-coached. It looks like they're well-coached. And that look, that week one win where we were kind of like, kind of close, 35 to 30 game, I want to say it was, and you're like, I don't know about this. It's looking a lot better now. So look, like they're three and two going into the bye week. Who knows, man? I don't know what Brian Edwards' status is. What if you get Brian Edwards back against Tampa? And you have a healthy Trent Brown, healthy Richie Incognito. You, you might have a, one of the best offenses in the NFL. No joke. If Gruden keeps pushing, getting aggressive, Carr takes the shots that are there. 
Run game, I think, is only going to get better. I think the bye week is going to do wonders for Josh Jacobs because if you notice with Josh Jacobs, he looks still looks a little – not off. I won't say off because I think he's still running the ball well. But it looks like every time he goes down, it's tough to get up. Right? That weird twist. Like He looked like he was playing Twister when he got tackled there. It was ugly. So I think two weeks off is going to do him wonders. Right? Put him on ice. I don't even need him to practice. Just, just put him on ice. Because that's a guy right there I think is going to even get even better, especially when the offensive line gets healthy. And I think it's time to get excited. This is It's time to get excited right now. You had two big wins at the beginning of the year, two bad losses, which might have had you at like, uh, we'll see, right? Had me. I'm like, look, maybe this is an 8-8 eight and eight team, you know? You beat the, this Chiefs win is huge. This is the type of thing where the, the season could have gone. It's like those choose-your-own-adventure novels, right? Where, where like you pick one way and the story goes a completely different way. You pick the other way and it goes the way you want it to. And I think this win against the Chiefs, which I'm not going to lie, there's only been five. I, like I could count like maybe on two hands the amount of people that sincerely thought the Raiders were going to win. And look, let's be real. They predict, the, they predict the Raiders to win every single week and have been wrong more than they've been right. But today, today's their day, right? Today's the homer day. Derek Carr went, played really well. Raiders beat the Chiefs. Pat Mahomes didn't have that good of a good of a game against the Raiders. So <laughs> today is the, the Raider homer fan. You got to let them have their victory lap. You should enjoy it too. Don't engage in the Derek Carr debate. What, what did he do? What didn't he do that you didn't want him to do? He threw one pick, right? His first pick of the season. But his yards per attempt was incredible. Super high. You know what I mean? At one point, like, relatively deep into the game, like by the second quarter, he's averaging 21.4 yards an attempt. Like he was ripping the ball down the field. So if this wasn't good enough for you, then I don't know. I don't know what you were expecting, right? This was good enough for me. And I expect greatness for the rest of the year from him. The moment I don't see it from him, I'm on his ass, but he's playing really well through five games, really well. Especially if he doesn't fumble. If he doesn't fumble, that was the one thing last week where I was like, dude, you just can't fumble the ball. Didn't fumble today. Also didn't get sacked today, I don't believe. So yeah, you can nitpick some of his throws, put his throws under a microscope. That's fine. You want to do that? Go ahead. But he played well. He played really well today. Like great, I would even say. So Raider Nation, you are the fan of a 3-2 and two football team with wins over Carolina, New Orleans, and Kansas City, right? Three at the moment, those are three really good teams. You're in second place in the AFC West, which isn't a pushover division, in my opinion. It's not the greatest division, but it's not a pushover. There's a lot of winnable games on the schedule, but the Raiders coming off a bye, playing Tampa at Allegiant Stadium, you should feel good about this game. It's a game they can win. Watch that Chicago film. Watch how they got after Brady. Look, I understand they have a guy that the Raiders used to have on Chicago. Khalil Mack. You don't have that on this team. But you should be able to get some pressure. Build off this. This young defensive line needs to build off this. And they should celebrate this win, too, because it's a huge win. It's a monkey off the back, man. I'm interested to see where this where Derek Carr goes after this, because this guy to do wonders. I watched his presser, man. The guy was smiling. Kid on Christmas. Looked, looked great. Is this what he rides for the rest of the year? I don't think he gets complacent off it. I think he starts to realize, look, man, I'm a confident guy, but even I was a little like arrowhead, man. Like he said, he had a lot of long walks down that tunnel, bad walks after really bad, really bad performances. And, and it's just nice to see him happy after a game at arrowhead. 
I'm not sure. I had a, I was watching a clip from my episode with Marcus Johnson, the season preview, where I, we were kind of laughing. Like, we're like, I don't know if he's ever going to play well at Arrowhead, even though we both had kind of a positive outlook on the Raiders offense for the season. We just thought, hey, man, it just won't happen at Arrowhead. Try to beat him at home. Now you can sweep him. Now you can sweep him. So, yeah, look, that's all I got today. I don't, you know, I, had a couple beers, you know what I mean? So I apologize if I sounded a little sloppy. But just before I go, Henry Ruggs, Trent Brown, getting them back was huge, right? Henry Ruggs allows you to play kind of a spread, right? Look at look at the way, um, you know, some of you, a lot of you guys are Lakers fans, I understand. But look at the way the Warriors play, right? And the way the NBA has moved now, where it's like you don't want the big clunky guy out there, you know what I mean, kind of clogging up everything out there. You want the speed on the outside because it opens up the middle of the field right? You want to spread everything out. Henry Ruggs being back, Trent Brown being back felt great, right? I, you know, even I didn't, I I called that Henry Ruggs would get his first career touchdown today. And I was like, okay, but you know, might be in a loss, but that'll be like a silver lining on the thing. Nah. I also said the Chiefs wouldn't use their punter today. I said he should be inactive. Roast me. It's fine. That's not my profile picture, by the way. These people keep like blowing up the profile picture. Look at the pin tweet. Come on, do some research. It is hilarious, though. I'll let you make the mistake every single time. But yeah, Raider Nation, three and two after five weeks, going into the bye after a big win. Get healthy. Back home against Tampa. It feels great. I, I none of us saw a better start to the season than this. A lot of us thought one and five, right? Going into the bye. Three and two. One of the wins being at KC. So that's it for me. I'm Glenn Rockney. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Glenn Rockney. Um, podcast is called Rock Vegas. It's part of the Rare Candy Podcast Network. I have two podcasts on there. So um, that's one of them is the Rare Candy Podcast with my friend Crypto Psy. Uh, we cover a lot of election stuff, politics, social commentary, stuff like that. It's a very fun podcast that we do. So please give that a go sometime if, if, if that's up your alley. And um, again, subscribe here, Rock Vegas. Leave me a review on iTunes. Even if you hate me, that's fine. It could be negative. Um, subscribe, retweet, you know what I mean? Just things like that. I, the more attention it gets, the more accountable I feel to do these episodes. And I, and I apologize for not doing the preview episode. Definitely some crazy stuff happening at work and, and, and stuff like that. But um, I, will, I will do an episode. If I'm physically able to be in front of this computer, you will get two episodes a week. So uh, again, thanks everybody for listening. Um, it's definitely, definitely great and, and humbling to know that people actually, actually listen. You know, So uh, again... This is Rock Vegas. I'm Glenn Rockney. Raider Nation, drink responsibly. Don't drive. We'll get hammered. Fuck it. Let's go. All right.